Before we get to today's post-game show after the Nuggets' loss in Boston, I want to tell you guys about Green Mountain Dental Group because we've had a lot of listeners and a lot of us here at DNVR have gone to Green Mountain Dental Group to get our teeth clean, get cavities filled. Our own Ali Monroy just got her wisdom teeth out there the other day. And hey, we've all had great experiences. So switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group if you're looking for a new dentist. Maybe you're new to town. Check them out today. You can get a free Sonicare toothbrush from them when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. It's an awesome deal. Sonicare toothbrush is a top line electric toothbrush and you can get it for free. All you gotta do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group. They are located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're convenient and they're great people. They're great at what they do. They care about you as a customer. So check them out today. Green Mountain Dental Group, you can give them a call, 303-988-0711. Visit their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush from them today. Are we on? I think we're on. Yeah. All right. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the Losers Lounge. Womp, womp, womp. Heavy sigh, heavy sigh. Um, a weird one. I, I don't think that this Losers Lounge is going to lack for conversation. I think we have a lot to talk about, a lot of a lot of things to get to. A lot of soul searching. A, a lot of soul searching, a lot of looking in the mirror here. Um, but I'm okay uh, with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, okay with that. that. It's <laughs> healthy. There's some, healthy there's some positives. I mean, we're going to get to the positives yeah, early on. Of course he on, wants to look in the mirror. I know. Like, <laughs> Come she, on. It's a W. <laughs> uh, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download, use promo code DNVR. Don't listen to my advice. Jokic triple-double, I said. I just thought, like, guys would hit one or two shots, you know, he gave him. I, I thought I didn't think he was going to make a lot. You're such a goddamn idiot. Why would I you am. Think that? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> and I was also like, the points guys, I don't know. Things you know, more of an Campazzo was, some would say, just as close to a triple-double as Nikola Jokic was tonight. Well, he was good. We're going to talk about him. I mean, he was he was really good. Let me introduce my panel here, though, real quick. Wearing the uh, Cyrillic Serbian Jokic shirt here, we have D-Lanko. Shout out to Fast Break Breakfast, our, uh, our man. Oh, our guy. Um, I don't want to be here. <laughs> you don't like losers lounges i actually do like losers lounge although i found that during losers lounges um if i smile too much people th- i've been called a an idiot online if i smile too what yes yeah, that's right somebody called you an idiot on the internet yeah i, I was surprised just like you are right now <laughs> i don't know if i'm supposed to laugh i don't know how to be during a loser lounge. tell yeah. me how to be Should, do you want do you want joy or do you want pain i'll, I'll give you what you want well, a little bit of both okay over here the uh, handsome one it's harrison win thanks we need you to be exactly who you are. It's so oh, true. Yourself. So be true. yourself. A smiling But idiot. not too much. But not too much. Um, all right, guys. So, I, I mean, look, the, the, I, the Nuggets were very shorthanded in this game. Coming yeah. into it, I think I said, regardless of what happens in this one, I'm curious. And I thought the reason I was so curious is because I wanted to get a good look at all the guys that don't get a ton of minutes. We got a good look. Didn't look great. <laughs> but the guys, you know, the stalwarts, you know, you got, you got Jokic, you got Murray, you got Composo. Those guys did some stuff. Harrison, what is, where do you want to start with? Is your, we start with the good news or the bad news? There's a lot of bad news. Yeah, I mean, my biggest takeaway tonight is that this, despite Denver being down five rotation players, was a winnable game, I thought. Yeah. And um, what really sticks out was... Michael Green and Michael Porter Jr. going one of fifteen from the field, and then the seventeen turnovers. Jamal Murray's yeah. nine turnovers. Those two things are what stick out to me. Just kind of looking at the box score, um, 
But yeah, this was a winnable game. Yoke had an incredible first half. Seemed like he got tired, understandably. Middle, late third quarter. And then Boston just kind of clamped down on him. Double, triple teamed him. And yeah, he just didn't have enough help. Story of the season in that respect. But I mean, Jamal Murray did score the ball. Uh, Faku had a nice night. So there was a little bit of help, but um, not enough. Eric, what do we got there? Modern day Larry Bird or RK is up there. Yeah, I mean, RK, right. um, RK is on the He was, but Jokic, I mean, tonight, let's be honest. So it's funny. I called him Larry Bird years ago. This is early to the Larry Bird <laughs> you train here. stand up, get off yeah, the show, and I take do. a I lap I just want right to take a little victory lap here. No, I called you know, this has always been the comp for me. And it's funny, playing the Celtics tonight, you get the Celtics broadcast crew, uh, and they, they call him it tonight. And let's be honest, it was undeniable. I mean, he's been undeniable. You had a great tweet the other night, Eric. You said that Jokic, this is the season he's been most undeniable. I, well, that was, a, that was a literal quote I made to you, and you were like, you have to tweet that exactly as you so said great. it. And it's going to be a uh, banger. Yeah, and, then, and, then I, and then I tweeted it, and then like it, there was nothing for like five minutes. And then we <laughs> yeah, all, there was we no all thought, It was like one <laughs> it was like 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> he's, never been, he's never been this undeniable. He's undeniable. Like, you can't deny him on the floor. Yeah. You cannot deny him from the basket. You cannot deny him uh, from the MVP conversation. Like, th- to, to look at Jokic and to deny his greatness at this point is just, it's folly. It just, it just makes you look like you're a hater. Right. And I, I, I've always thought the like back and forth. I mean, I argued with people about Jokic, his rookie year, his sophomore year. There was a point where I'm just like, you know, I'm done with this. Like you only come off sounding like an idiot when you're trying to tell people like, no, he's really good. (laughs) But now to your point, now you get him playing in a game like this. And let's just go through the numbers here tonight, guys. 43 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block, 16 of 23 shooting, three of five from the field. Just like insane numbers, man. Like, mm-hmm. And the truth is he plays 38 minutes, but he didn't really. There was about four or five minutes at the end there that were just kind of like for show, like just out there seeing what was going to happen. Because sadly, he went to the bench for just like three minutes and the game fell apart. But, um, you know, it is just undeniable. And that's why it was so neat. Hearing, we were watching, of course, the Altitude broadcast, but hearing from so many people sending it in and our guy RK saying, the Celtics broadcast is calling him Larry Bird. And, and the quote there that you saw from RK, do you have it in front of you? You want to pull it up for me, one of you guys? But it's something to the extent of, like, I hate when people make those types of comparisons. Like, former players always hate that kind of thing. I hate when when they're making those kind of – but with Jokic, it's true. It's actually fitting. He really does – you're talking about RK's? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, RK's quoting. Yeah, um, he says uh, he's the modern-day Larry Bird, isn't he? He really is. I usually cringe at those comparisons, but he really is accurate. That's the Boston broadcast. And, that's the Cody. Boston and Celtics broadcast. In, in that tweet, you can just imagine the tone that the Boston right. broadcaster says. Like, <laughs> I really hate to make that comparison, but, I mean, right. it's it's undeniable. Yeah, it big is. scowl, right? I was trying to think of who it was. I usually cringe at those comparisons. I wish it was Tommy Heinsohn. But it's really accurate. Peace. I wish it was Tommy Heinsohn. Right, Heinsen. right. Um, but I mean, look, it is it is a cool like little milestone. It came in a bittersweet moment, but it is a cool milestone because it really is just undeniable with Jokic. And you know, we we've joked about this before, but this is Denver's floor this se- this whole season. Like yeah. I don't, and I'm not trying to say this Denver team can't become good or can't become great or isn't good or any of those things. But it, so many nights, guys just haven't had it. Tonight, Jamal Murray had it uh, you know, with his scoring, and he had some different things. We're going to talk about his mix. I thought it was an up and down game for him tonight. Mixed bag. A mixed bag. But, I mean, you literally got nothing from anybody not named Jokic, Murray, or Composo tonight. You just got nothing and offensively, and you still, to your point, had a game. Like, it's just, it, it, this is the floor for the Nuggets. I take solace in that. It, it's true. Like, this, 
I mean, really, the story of the game should be was written before the game happened, which is there's right. what, six players out for the Nuggets. We're digging deep, deep, deep into our reserves. This is not you shouldn't expect to win a game like this, except for that you have this transcendent performance by Nikola Jokic that just feels completely lost and wasted. But I mean, again, it's like you know, I mean, the the the, the Celtics are are not horribly depleted, so they by all rights should have won this game. But it just you see. You know, if you just get something, right. something out of two of your other starters, you'd probably win this game. Right. Either one of the mics, pick one, Ja or right. Pajay. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. terrible. That was horrible. Um, but yeah, just Yoke. I mean, uh, he was a plus two tonight in 38 minutes, which is hilarious. He sat for 10 minutes. Nuggets were a minus 15 in those 10 minutes, which is just wild, Yuck. man. Like, it so is, gross. He gets 43, 47, and 50 all in the span of two weeks. And it's funny because that span, he won back-to-back player of the weeks. Then he scored 47, 50, and 43, and he did not win play. Like, that just shows you how good of a season he's having. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and I think people take notice from it. We're going to talk more about Jokic tonight and maybe some of his demeanor, but I want to move over to Composite. I'm going to stick with the good guys. I'm going to keep us rolling yeah. on good things. Let's we're gonna, say, let's say there's the a lot bad. I'm not, we're not going to – I just want to get through the good things quickly so yeah. we can get we can match the appropriate let's, mood let's, of the Let's of the make night. this uh, the first part of this half full, and then – We'll just and dump then it's all of eight, the garbage. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> nine tenths empty. Anybody who's angry, just hang on. For yeah, the just hang on. Your anger will be well rewarded. Composo to nice my number two. It's not even Murray number two here, although Murray was very good as well. But Composo is my number two because he played forty minutes tonight, and he's he's on the up. Like I, I really think we can all say this early on, trying to figure out where where does he fit. The ball in his hands, obviously, he's he's very good with it. Very dynamic as a as a playmaker and just shaking things up, creating things, and then defensively. All, all of the things that they told us about Compazzo have been true, I think, over these last couple weeks. And defensively, he really has just done a great job of creating content, uh, chaos, getting those deflections, just speeding up the the defense. Like, I thought he had such a positive impact on this game and really impressed me. Definitely. And I was so happy he got the start. And looking back, I mean, there wasn't really another great option to start other than RJ Hampton, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean. But I felt like they needed him in that starting on it because the Nuggets – without the guys that they were missing tonight. They just needed an extra little juice. Yeah. You know, they just needed uh, some intensity. They they needed that irritant that uh, Falco Composite was. And, and that's what he was tonight, just the change of pace, um, the pedal to the floor mentality. And he usually does like three to five things during a game that don't show up in a box score. Oh, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of what he does doesn't show up. Right. But tonight he did that. But then he did a bunch of other stuff that did show up in the right, box score. Right. You know, eight assists, uh, two steals, a, blo- a block. Like I'm he, blown away. He, he only everywhere. had. I'm blown away. He only had three rebounds because I feel like all of it's his true. rebounds are well, so like loud. He had that, what should have been a rebound slash jump ball, which somehow got called a foul on him. That's another story. The refereeing. I don't want to go there. I just went there. I guess. There was some tough ones early Garbage. on. Yeah, some really yeah. tough um, ones, especially on RJ. I feel oh like they God. were headed out for RJ. But uh, I mean. Faku Compasso, like, this is a guy that is just getting uh, the benefit of players, This the next man up, right? right. Like, he, anytime that we saw him, yeah. yeah, anytime we saw him early, he's just put in a in bad positions, treated as the second or third guard on a lineup, which makes absolutely no sense. And then you see him again, just like last time we were talking about he, putting him in a position where he is on the ball, where he's making decisions, where, you know, he's not just passive sitting in the corner, somehow setting up to be a three-point specialist for the Nuggets, which makes absolutely no sense. And now you see, you know, a player like this where um, 
most of what he's able to bring to the to the floor is just his hustle, his gamership. Yeah. And so um, just having the ball in his hands, I mean, he's just benefiting from this so much. And we're seeing, you know, really what we have in Faku Composa, which is an, uh, the one silver lining of this this tough little stretch. He uh, he's in the circle of trust for me now. I mean, oh. I know this. I don't think this is. Re- this has been a long time coming. It wasn't because of tonight. I feel like the last ten games or so, he's starting to get. Sure. The team is figuring out how to utilize him, and he's also figuring out where where his spots are. And for me, I look at it in that guard rotation. You know, obviously you've got oh look, the circle of trust here. <laughs> look who's uh, not in it. Who's Harrison. not in it? Harrison, not <laughs> in the circle of trust. <laughs> Beat it, wow. I didn't know it was like that, guys. Wow. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe uh, you know return a phone call every now and again. <laughs> uh, no, but. Uh, I mean, you, you look at it, Jamal Murray. Obviously, he's up and down, but he's, he's in the circle of trust because you, you got to trust him. And when oh, he's, he's good, gotta he's got to be. <laughs> and when he's good, he's incredible. You know, I think Gary Harris is in there for his role. You know, yeah. Monte Morris, Facundo Campazzo, those guys firmly in for me. Um, you know, you talk about your backcourt. Uh, no, but one more on Faku, though. Okay. He obviously played like a ton of minutes with Yoke tonight. How many times did he just set up Yoke? Perfectly. So exactly where Yoke wanted the ball, led him right to his spot, put the pass right where Yoke wanted it. It was very noticeable. How many did Jokic have tonight? He had forty-three. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I do think there is something to that, though. Like you're talking about, and uh, Jamal Murray makes the Nuggets better, obviously, with what he does. This is by no means a knock on him, but having a guy who's like solely focused on getting Jokic yeah. points. That's that's literally Faku's. Mission every time yeah. down the floor, and that how shouldn't be gonna, Jamal Murray's uh, mission. How, that, yeah. that shouldn't be it. How am I going to get the ball to Nico Jokic? I know. They, how they, am I going to get around my guy and create the perfect angle to get the? They ball really to need to, to have on the floor at every any given time a center, a power forward, yeah, um, and then just Jokic's personal assistant. He's the zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> just his personal assistant. Like, yeah. he, are you good, Mister Mister Nicola? Like, yeah. pass the ball. Some Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. So, uh, so composite to me in, in the club. I hope to see more of it. I, but in the pregame show, I talked about my number one thing. I'm most interested in with so many with so being so shorthanded was Faku Jokic. And look, man, Jokic might go for that many points every time. We'll find out. <laughs> um, moving on to Jamal Murray. I, I I don't want to be too overly harsh. I thought Jamal Murray was mostly good. He was. And when you talk about a night like tonight when nobody else scored, Jamal Murray had 25 points on 16 shots. That's incredible efficiency. Four of eight from three. He grabbed six assists, six rebounds, three steals. All that, I, like, he actually did a lot of really good. And I thought his defense, too. Like, he guarded Jason Tatum. He was into yep. guys. He I, I thought he did a lot of good things on that yep. end, too. So I feel like a hater for bringing up the reason that I think the Nuggets lost this game that was not Jermichael Green and Michael Porter Jr. and not just not getting points from other guys, and that was the turnovers. Like, Denver, so we've said brutal. this so many times, Denver in the half court can defend. They actually yep. make teams work, earn it. But you give up those turnovers and you give the wide-open fast breaks and transitions and that and that, and the game gets away from you. Yeah, Jamal Murray is like uh, – the problem with Jamal Murray is that his handle is so good. But he's not a good point guard. Right. Like he dribbles it in right. the way that he looks like a point guard. Right. But he doesn't make good point guard decisions. He's a scoring guard. I really yeah. think that. And it, so what's crazy about the NBA is you can be a scoring guard that does point guard things, yes, but it's totally. not a point guard. Like he runs pick and roll phenomenally. Yep. But the, but and that's what we think of as, as being a point guard. But I really do think yeah, there's something too. But tonight he had Campazzo. Still got nine turnovers. He was because he wasn't allowing Campazzo to run 
the ball. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, he still had the ball in his hand a lot. He was still like, uh, you know, the fulcrum of the offense more than he should have been. And he was pressing. He was, he was pressing. Because nobody else on the floor could do anything. And so then Jamal was trying to go into superhero mode. And he was uh, on the offense, like as far as scoring was concerned, his he was looking spry. He was hitting yeah. shots. Like he wasn't passing up too many open threes. But then it was no, just like, yeah, I was going to say, his I liked entry passes his, uh, were garbage. And I liked his shot distribution tonight eight threes. And he didn't pass up some of the open looks that he's passed up yeah, over this couple, recent stretch yeah. of games. He had a nice move out of the post. Yeah. I, I took note of that. Um, but yeah, the turnovers were costly. No way, no way around it. Yeah. And some of them are sloppy too. You think about great defensive play, gets the steal, falls down, and throws like a bu- like the wrapping pass that yeah. rolls all the way out of bounds. Composo dove for it, almost made it, but it's like it's one of those ones where it's like take an extra second here and make a yeah. pass. I mean, there just was a couple but of I, those that, frustrating ones. That, that is like it's hard to fault him for that because yeah. that, that's yeah. like he made the steal and he was just going Superman mode. He just wanted to get yeah, energy, yeah. and it's more just the stuff where it's like just lazy passes that get picked off and right. that are supposed to be entry passes or just like stuff where you, like the Early on in the game, uh, something that looked like some amalgamation of a shot and a pass that was just went directly out of bounds right. in between two players. Right. Yeah. You're like, what? What did I just look? What yeah. was that? Yeah. But at the same time, I do want to point out. I, I don't want to be overly critical because I can tend to be with that with with Jamal. But he does get 25 points, 25, six and six, a hell of a stat line. That efficiency is is that's what Nuggets need. And I do wonder. Playing with Compazzo tonight, you get those two guys going on. Now, Jokic was on fire. He hit a bunch of tough shots, guys. He wasn't really missing. In fact, what did he start? Like six of six? Ten of twelve. Six of six, ten of twelve. So he was on fire early on. But I also do just wonder if Murray Murray got going, Jokic got going, Compazzo, you know, you have Compazzo on the court for a lot of that. Maybe there's a correlation there. Monte Morris, last game starts, Jamal Murray goes off. It's been the same thing for three years. I mean, it really has. Uh, Jamal yeah. plays very well when there's a very traditional point guard next to him. Just yeah. is it, it's been the same thing for the last three years. So we were we've been mostly positive, even though we're a little down. Let's Woo! take our first break on the <laughs> yeah. other side. Yeah, stay stay tuned, guys, because we're gonna get down. No, honestly, one of the things I want to ask on the other side because I have people tweeting at me, and it's it's a very legitimate question and legitimate conversation. Is Jokic as good as he was tonight? too hard on Michael Porter, even tonight, is his body language, is he at fault a little bit for the fact that Michael Porter looks like a wounded, like a, a wounded puppy that's been left out in the rain for, I mean, his confidence is so low. We'll talk about that on the other side. <laughs> um, I want to take a moment to talk about this beautiful can of beer. Right? It is a beautiful can of beer. The Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. Pick so one of these babies up. Um, you, can, up you can pick more than one up. Yeah, you can right? pick up 12. Probably pick up 24, 36, 15, get the Jokic pack, baby. Yeah. Uh, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager uh, from Breck Brew. You can get it from your local liquor store. You can get it from the source, the Breck Brew Farmhouse. They sell it everywhere. It's great to sip during a Nuggets game. We consume a lot of them here at the bar. <laughs> that fridge over there is absolutely packed yeah, which, with it Mile was High for, City Copper Formerly Lager. packed. Yeah. <laughs> we are contractually obligated to drink these during the game, um, and, and that's what we've done. <laughs> contra- so, uh, <laughs> so pick some up from uh, your local liquor store. Also, guys, MSU Denver Online, um, msudenver.edu. That's where you can go to see the entire course list 
that MSU Denver online offer. Man, offers. I used to love the course list, but in college, did you you know like when you're first day when you start yeah you start looking at them you're like oh yeah. okay what am but I it's always do? like the good courses you're like yeah. there's no way there's no way I'm getting into that one. exactly you always want to get into a course and you, you like have to be ten, on a waiting it's list like a at 10 a.m. class like perfect timing no eight a.m. there's always that one class at every college that everybody wants but you can just never get into totally at at CU it was history of baseball. History oh. of baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was the only history of any sport ever. Oh, offered. that's awesome. History of baseball. Never got into it. Always I wanted to. If I to. could teach a college course, you absolutely. You could. probably podcasting could. for advanced. Podcasters. I mean, no, obviously, <laughs> obviously, no one take that class unless you want to be berated and screamed at. But you not absolutely stop. teach it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, like Michael, like Michael <laughs> Jordan here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but check out their entire course list: msudenver.edu/backslash/online. Great teachers who know how to teach online, who know how to get information across to you in a super engaging manner when you're not face to face in the classroom. So check them out today. All right, so we get back into this. Let's have the Michael Porter conversation. I mean, he was horrible. This was probably, in my estimation, this might have been his worst game that he actually Maybe, played with. Yeah. This might have been his single worst game. He gets only 24 minutes tonight. And me personally, I don't question that that decision. Like, it, at a certain point, you could almost say it was a mercy. Like, it brought him out of the game because he was so bad. What are you going to do? And, and I saw some people saying he should have stuck with him, showed him faith. Why would he stick with Zeke Naji? Well, he's showing Zeke Naji faith. What's that? Got a super chat. I think you'll like. I hate to interrupt you, but Scott oh, Carpenter God. gave us two dollars and says, "Nice haircut, oh, Adam." Man. Scotty, that's my guy right Scotty. there. Thank you. Man, it feels good to have somebody. That Scotty's going to be in the circle of trust so over he's, me. He's, By the way, again, center, I did so, notice the hair. He did not notice. <laughs> he did not notice. Um, no, but Michael Porter. I mean, this was just a horrible game. And here's the thing. Listening to if you listen to the George Carl podcast with myself, keeping it one thousand, I highly recommend it. It's a we great talked listen. a lot about Michael Porter, and one of the things he pointed out was that Michael Porter's shot is looking different. It's not just that it's off; it's that he's looking like he's developing some, as George put it, bad habits on his shot. Well, tonight he goes zero of two from three, one of seven, and to o- me, zero of eight, zero of five from three. I think that was Jamichael's line. Oh yeah, zero of eight, zero of five from three. Oof, even worse. He uh. He really does look shook to me. And it, it, it was effort tonight. I thought his effort was bad. His shot was bad. His shot selection, like just knowing. And I don't even think shot selection was bad as in he was taking selfish shots. Really, he takes shots when he wasn't supposed to, passed up shots. When he's, you can just right. tell the wheels in his head are turning so fast that he can't. his head's spinning. To me, am I wrong to say that this is this is rock bottom in that I can't imagine it being worse? You had zero points. Had Can you get <laughs> negative points in a game? No. Okay, somebody texted me like, rock bottom. somebody DM me or, or hit me up on Twitter saying, yeah, but he was a plus two. Like, guys, Jokic <laughs> did not miss, and he cleaned up like a million mistakes for the Nuggets tonight. Like, sometimes you're just close to And greatness. Porter didn't play in the fourth. And Porter didn't play in the fourth. Like, but, um, you know, this was just a bad game from him tonight. Is he... Yo, First of all, is he broken? Like, what is? The, he, what are we watching? He's here? looking straight depressed. He is. Like, he's not looking like emotional funk. He, he, yeah, it's, it's not like his mechanics are off. Like, he's running tentatively. Like, he's just everything he's doing has no conviction behind it. He definitely looks like his head is hanging. Yeah. He's in his emotions, absolutely. And he already looks like a 90s R&B singer, so you know that's a dangerous <laughs> place to be. Like, he, he's, uh, you think he's, he's playing? Like he's got some sad tunes I'm in his saying, head? I'm just saying, like, uh, if little, you... Little Keith Sweat or something. Yeah, man, if you, if you live in that world, like, uh, your emotions mean something, so... Yeah. I, th- I think those are great observations, and it's carrying over to his shot, because... 
He's this knockdown shooter who is usually only going to miss long off the back of the rim or short. Yeah. And he's missing left. He's missing right. He shot an air ball tonight. He's yeah. having these so crazy misses, and he never misses threes that bad. Yeah. And, and I've got to think part of that is, is what you were saying, D-Line. Uh, he's in his head a lot right now. Yep. He doesn't have the confidence. He is a little shook. And one of the things I keep hearing from everybody, MPJ wants the right things. Like, he doesn't want any of this. He's not I, – I see fans are always – I really learned this over time. I do it myself. Like, a lot of times you're projecting your own feelings, your emotional, you know, uh, perspective onto the athlete. Yeah. It means, meaning, if I were MPJ, I wouldn't appreciate being benched in the fourth quarter. If I were – that's what people are saying when they say, like, he doesn't appreciate this or that. I think Michael Porter truly sees how bad he is. The question now is, like – before he was an incredible talent, incredible shot maker, always in the wrong spot, trying to trying to learn how to be it. Now always in the wrong spot, but he can't make anything. Like he, the positives are gone. And yeah. here's here's the thing, I genuinely believe this, and not just because Ariana Lenarski told us that there was this tarot. <laughs> she pulled a tarot card that foretold this entire thing. But I actually believe this aside of that, that I really do think a lot of times people and young players and talented young players have to be broken down before they can be rebuilt up. And I'm not saying like, and now Malone gets to rebuild him. Like this is like, you know, the, you know, the military or something. And he's going to like slowly instill something into him. Like, it's just, no, it's like, sometimes you have to like be able to fully look at yourself and be like, wow, I am less than I'm supposed to be. And, and then you can start the process of all those pieces coming back. And I have to think he's either in one of two spots right now, that spot where he's going into his hotel room tonight and just being like, I suck, and I have to get a lot better. <laughs> Let's see or, what's on YouTube. I'm or, sure he's watching. MPJ, yeah. please, tell us what you're thinking. Or he's thinking, I need out of here, and, and this or that, and you never know. Um, but I'm hoping it's the former, because I honestly believe that's where he needs to be right now. I know a lot of people are saying Malone should have done this, Yoka should have done this. I'm such a believer in personal responsibility when it comes to sports. Like, you don't get things perfect for you. This isn't a, a perfect situation for Michael Porter, but it's good enough that if he's willing to learn the lessons, he can overcome this. Am I being too optimistic dude, here? He, he's starting the games. He's, he's starting. a starter in the league yeah. up against the yeah. one of the best facilitators in the league in Nikola Jokic. This should be a perfect scenario for him. He's walking around like... Um, he really honestly, like at a certain point, you're like, is he trying to get out of here? Like, is he trying to get out of here? Like, is he not trying? Is he not putting effort forth? Because, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. Like, I've been on this, beating this drum for a long time that Michael Porter Jr. came into this league as sort of a golden child, somebody that's never really been tested, didn't even really get coached that much through college because he played for like a game and a half. And so, like, now he comes into a situation where you have a hard-nosed coach like, like Michael Malone. And it's, you know, I've always viewed this as a really good thing. Like, the Army. Like, you break them down to build them back up. But, like, I don't know if he, like, I'm now starting to question if he has that in him. If he has, like, the... That is that is the question, Like, I, I don't know if we can build him back up. Like, I, he, we might have just broken him. Which it's is, possible. Which, is, which tells you a lot about his character. And honestly, like, that's not a player you want on your team. But, like, I, man. But first of all, this is a small set. We're talking about six games where he's looked like totally, this. Totally, totally. And, and that's why I say this is more about hitting rock bottom. True, this is more about him being faced. He's in the belly of the beast right now. Like, we'll see how he responds to it. And also, by the way, guys, this is a great story. I know we always want sports to be the, like, the 2015 Warriors where you just kick everyone's ass and everything's easy and the game's over yeah, at halftime and you what's just, wrong with that yeah, no, I'm, great. I'm still rooting for it but i'm saying this is what makes sports great is like it's so clear to me that right now michael porter is in that very pivotal spot and the nuggets are in the pivotal spot with him look if he doesn't come out of this they're gonna have to make a trade and they'll probably end up his value will be even lower or what have yep. you but 
This is what's interesting about sports and it's what's interesting about life. So few people really achieve anything of value without it costing them so much pain and suffering. I'm miserable right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's he's going through like as much pain and suffering, non-physical, but just emotional pain and suffering as he possibly could have imagined coming into the league. Are you are you up to are, are we reading the situation right here? So I'm kind of curious just your take on where he's at. Yeah, let's get a pragmatic take, shall we? Yeah, let's get a pragmatic so one. He had this great quote last week where he said, "I can't let my shooting and my offense dictate my all-around game." And pretty much saying, "If I'm not shooting the ball, I can't let that affect my defense, my rebounding. I've still got to bring it everywhere." Well, it seems like he's letting it affect the rest of his game. Like especially tonight, there have been nights in this stretch there have been nights in the stretch where his shot hasn't been going and he hasn't played defense. His body language has been really bad. He hasn't been super engaged. But tonight, it certainly seemed like to me that him going 0 of 8 definitely affected the rest of his game. And look, that just can't be the case. Yeah. That, that can't be the case when you're Michael Porter playing on a team that fashions itself a contender. It just can't. Yeah. If you're playing on the Charlotte Bobcats, sure. You yeah. can have those nights when you're 22-year-old Michael Porter Jr. When you're on the Nuggets, when you're on a Western Conference contender with a guy who's the best player in the league right now, you can't have those nights. So Jokic, you just can't. I, I want to you can't to, let this affect the rest yeah. of your I, game. I, I want to get to Jokic's leadership though now because this is a big question for me. Like he was clearly frustrated tonight. He, I've seen him more frustrated with. I mean, he didn't do the yeah, like him kicking chairs, yeah, and kicking chairs and screaming at screaming at him Jr. and this or that. But tonight, I just thought he was appropriate. My personal opinion, I thought he was appropriately frustrated because he's like. Yeah, I'm having one of the best games of my life here, and we're we can't. Uh, guys are making mistakes. You saw the the pick and roll where him and Jamichael did the Spider-Man meme, pointing at each other. Where it's just little mistakes like that, where not only are you not there, but you also don't realize that you don't know what you don't know still. And we're two and a half years into this. Like, it, do you guys feel that Jokic tonight, just from what you saw? should have taken a softer approach or do you think this is like hey this is go time man like this is the big boy league you either handle it or you don't yeah it's exactly that i mean give me a break like that's how i feel you can't i mean you cannot (laughs) the time for kid gloves was two leagues ago it was at last year probably like (laughs) yeah i mean it's now like michael porter jr in his feelings slumping around feeling i mean like that that is the like the most inexcusable part to me is that we're watching him react emotionally on the court. It wasn't just that he was missing shots. Like, people miss shots. Like, Marcus Howard missed a bunch of shots. I've actually never seen Marcus Howard hit a shot. I know, it's so crazy. I called him the best shooter on the team. Yeah, but he's not, like, he's not, he still is running around, like, he still has energy. Like, Michael Porter Jr. just felt like a an emotional umbrella, like, just raining down on him. Like, that sucks to to watch. But I do hope it hardens, it hardens him up, though, and this is just my point, and I think that there's, like, in a weird way, I always talk, like, I do feel like there's a generational sort of perspective on this. I'm curious if what, what people think, but the older I've gotten, the more I really am this like, the more somebody tries to help you in life in these ways, emotionally, like I'm gonna try to make this difficult situation easier on you, the less you learn from those things. And that's why I'm just so against, and this is especially of true of sports, I think this is true in life, but I think it's especially true of sports. You be there for people. You're a resource for people. But the best thing you can do is be honest with the person and kind of like give them give them the real. And look, man, this is the NBA. Like it's tough. You're gonna have to be able to fight through emotional distress and become stronger and tougher from it. And I just think that's where. It, so for me, I don't mind Jokic being tough on him. I don't mind him like no. the shrugging his shoulders on nights tonight tonight because it's like, dude, you're two and a half years into this. You got to get with it. You got to get with it. Imagine um, if we on this panel were emotionally fragile. 
Oh, I am emotionally. <laughs> well, no, no. Are, with well, you, you at the lead, what would we? What would Harrison and I do? Oh, I know exactly. You, that's when, a when, lion's den in here. When, baby. You, when you're on Harrison about that's the so reads, true. and Aaron Harrison just <laughs> hey, man. melts under the lights. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Telling you, you guys, you guys see it. Uh, <laughs> Jermichael Green and also continue. I mean, he's shielded because we don't expect Jermichael to be a superstar, but he's in a little bit of a rut right now. Yeah, and um, I mean, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Jamichael Green started off the season ridiculously hot and has come back to earth somewhat predictably or, or very predictably. Yeah. Um, but like tonight is is the type of night where you just need your role players to hit shots. Yeah. You, know, you need ten points out yeah. of either yep. Michael Porter Jr., Jamichael Green, uh, Marcus Howard, any of those guys. The fourth leading score tonight was Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, we can move on to the bench now. I want to start with two of the good ones. Zeke Naji, RJ Hampton. Naji tonight didn't have a shot, 0 of 2. And the shot, by the way, didn't look clean. Like, he looked a little rushed tonight. Yeah, which is inter- I mentioned this on the last couple notebook pods that I've done that I was encouraged with his shot because the form's so great. But almost every one of his threes were guys not guarding him on- intentionally. Like... Now that he has a bit of a reputation, he knocks He'll down shots. Adjust. You see how it is when the game gets sped up a little bit. So I still think, obviously, a great shooter. But the thing that impressed me about him tonight was, again, he played, I thought, very good on-ball defense. And he looks to me like to be a guy that can be that for Denver in short order. Maybe this season, but certainly soon. Yeah, I was talking about in the pregame show, I want to see just a couple possessions. Him guarding Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Oh. We got that tonight. And it's encouraging. And I'll also say this. He played 26 minutes tonight. He played more than Michael Porter Jr. And Zeke Naji in four games in the Nuggets rotation has already vaulted Michael Porter Jr. in terms of guys Michael Malone trusts defensively. Right, right, right. It took four games. Right. It took four games. And MPJ has been in this, in this program, in this Nuggets program, for two and a half years now. Man, and I Zeke Naji's been in it for... Some, Five months. Somebody help me with that. I can't remember the George Carlism that he says on the show where it's something like stupid hurts more than smart helps or something like that. I'm screwing this up. But stupid right. hurts more than smart helps. But <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think the thing with the, with Michael Porter is he's I think he's made some good individual defensive plays, blocked Definitely. some shots he didn't think, rebound, done these different things. But his mistakes are so painful that they're like – it's like minus 10 where every good thing is a plus one and then you get one minus 10 you get two or three minus 10s you can never make that up in a single game the real issue with Michael Porter Jr. is just we know how good he is I know it really is true you can't be this garbage I still buy him I still believe in him I still believe you can't no 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 I saw a lot of people on the timeline tonight saying to trade him up no but I'm saying timeline yeah but I haven't seen that you remember when in game three of the uh, Utah series, we started to see a trade Jokic takes. And I'd never like <laughs> in five years, I had never seen a single trade. Jokic that was a tough take. game. That was, that a, was a really game. tough game. The, yeah, the, the, was, went to a dark place. The fan base did then. But my, but my point is with, with Porter tonight, I am seeing that for the first time people kind of, or, or I shouldn't say the first time, but more and more of people being like, I'm ready to move on. If that's the case, I'm not personally, cause I still see it I, and it might come to that, but I'm just saying like, he's in the belly of the beast. I want to see how he responds. Yeah. If he's made of anything, if he is going to make it, he's going to he's going to find a way through this, and I'm rooting for it. It's an interesting this, this story. This would be to me. A, a, a like a unfortunately classic Nuggets trade situation where oh totally we have an, an amazing player that whose value we tank to the yeah. lowest possible, yeah. but, and then we trade him to one of either Utah. Oklahoma, it's going to be Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City yeah. well, who Portland? have they not traded somebody to in the uh, Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so and then we, and we, yeah, we get back like well, oh god. Yeah, I guess they have our first round pick, <laughs> Amadou Diallo or something. Um, all right, so R.J. Hampton, uh, another guy. It's funny because you look at Zeke Naji minus eighteen, R.J. Hampton minus sixteen. Those guys combined. 
nine for six points. I still saw positives in them. Maybe my expectations are too low because again we're doing the like development thing and and the Nuggets are meanwhile trying to like win a, a championship. Yeah. But um, R.J. Hampton's just his energy and his defense to me just seems so more legit. The more I watch him, his effort is he gives Faku level effort. Those two have an effort off every single night, and it's a tie every time. Right, and he can make different types of plays than Faku does when they're both giving 100% effort because he's like a one top 1% athlete, and and Faku's just not. And he did it again on the glass night, four rebounds again. I think he's hit four rebounds in every single game where he's got meaningful minutes, RJ has. And, um, yeah, just all energy all the time. Yeah. Um, he's been great. Where's he at your favorite players list right now, Eric? Is he climbing that list pretty fast? RJ Hampton. Um, I love his youthful exuberance. Yeah. I love his puppy-like uh, energy that he puts out on the floor. I don't still know what he's good at as far as basketball is concerned, but yeah. I do. I mean, we're just getting, we're in a place where literally just giving effort puts you <laughs> into so a, a gr- so glowing true. place on this team. That's all we wanted to see in a game like tonight. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. you gave effort. Yeah, you had a chance at king of the game. Yeah, dude. Well, it's like of. it's just Faku and RJ. It's like you just want to see the two of them just run in circles, and then it feels good because then you have Michael Porter Jr. just like moping in the corner and yeah. Uh, but so I don't know. Like I, I, um, I mean, I, I like. It. I'm not like. I'm not really? like. This is our guy. Where's well, the fan base? I want to see the comments. People section. love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you guys he's feel high about on my list, RJ? man? Like I really enjoy him. I mean, he's. I do too. I, I definitely enjoy him. I, I mean, he's I'm just, just saying, easy like, to root for for me. I oh, do totally. But a lot of it is just like he's a kid. Yeah, and it he's is. Like, yeah, and he's yeah. fun, yeah. and he like gets it, and you know that he like wants to do the. Ba- it's like when you you know you you bring like in a, I don't know like a kale, and you're like and he. he has all the effort in the world. We're like, Kale's we love like, this guy. The? <laughs> but then once you get to know him, you're like, he sucks. And then in year two and three, terrible. you're like, Kale, pick it up. Right? Pick it up, man. It's no longer cute. Um, the other, the last guy I kind of want to get to, I'm not going to really get to uh, some of the, the deep end of bench guys, uh, but the one is, my, is Isaiah Hartenstein, who got an opportunity tonight. I thought his first stint was pretty like scary bad, but I thought his second spent. He had like, well, I mean, second since the cat game's kind of getting away from everybody, but he had some positives, some negatives. I mean, what's our, what's our Hartenstein take? He's like a, he's a weird piece to this puzzle in that he's not really in it. And then I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the Nuggets should be looking at a backup center before really? the trade deadline or you're the out on him. Huh? I mean, I'm fourth just, leading score tonight in 10 minutes. I'm just thinking about if I trust him to play. Eight minutes a game in a playoff game. Oh God, no! And I don't. No way. And I don't. Two minutes right now. Right. I mean, he's and very for hot as or good cold. as Nicole has been, you're going to need to spell him yeah. at, at times in the playoffs. And I just think they need somebody more stable. Some somebody a is little more stable Paul who's Millsap? a little less mistake prone. It probably is Paul Millsap. Is it Jamichael Green Paul Millsap it combo? Probably, I think you is. probably want a little more size. If if I'm being honest, I, I think you you could just use. A traditional center to just mop up some minutes. I I don't think he's terrible, and and sometimes he does some pretty good stuff. Right. He, he's he's too quick to jump, like any uh, oh, yeah. any guy oh. that's you know rides the bench too long is like eager to make plays. Um, but the problem is, is that he doesn't have the trust at all of Michael Malone. Right. Like the fact that Michael Malone doesn't trust him to play unless. Our backs are completely against the wall. There's six players out, which, right. by the way, Bull Bull can't even get in. Man, in this scenario. Um, listen, 
So, but I mean, for that reason, like I, I don't mind having him be our backup center. But he's th- a th- fine backup center in the regular season, I right? Think. But I, but we, I think that to your point, like we should be looking at somebody that Michael Malone wants to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, let's hit our last break. We have a couple super chats, and then let's, Br- uh, let's hit King of the Game. Oh, King of the Game! Oh, yeah, 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 we're King, King of the Game. game. That's a big mystery. The the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> King of the Game right here, Nikola Jokic. I had the same one: forty-three point six rebounds, five assists. How many King of the Games do you think Jokic has? What is this? The twenty-fifth game for the Nuggets? Um, 27th game. I would say he 20? probably has 20 King of the Games. Yeah, probably. And then, like, there's two or three more we didn't give him where it's like, all right, Jokic was the best right. player, but, you right. know. Yeah, like we can, but we, Zeke did hit four threes. <laughs> like, <laughs> contractually, we have to give yeah. it to somebody at some point. The only My only issue with that King of the Game is Jokic is definitely going to knock that crown off when he takes that shot. Put that mm. back up. Put that uh, oh, back is up. It, he, he's <laughs> come on, dude. You own, need to, he's going to knock his own oh, crown off. Oh, you're right. Wow. Photoshop corner. Yeah. Right Photoshop corner. It's like a tattoo across his <laughs> Here. <laughs> Jokic is incredible, man. I'm telling you, it's I, it's wild to me. This is why people need to like remember what they're into sports for because it's it's wild to me how many miserable like fan base nervousness. That like, guys, step back for a second and just remind yourself you're watching an all time great Denver Nuggets. Probably the greatest to this point through 27 games, the greatest Denver Nuggets season player. Yeah. You know, having a, a, a season. He's the greatest we've Denver ever Nuggets. Seen. That the Nuggets will ever have. When I'm saying this 27 game stretch is probably the greatest 27 game stretch a Nuggets players ever had. It's, yeah. it's, it's incredible. But yeah. all right, let's hit a break. Good advice. Good advice. You guys, uh, you can subscribe now and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. We've got we got the bar too. So if you're in the area, come by, check it out. Uh, bar or, order some. Uh, nice. Yeah, Strava Cold life. Brew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, subscribe and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription by using the code DNVR20. Get your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. Get 20% off any product you are subscribing to. Uh, that's the CBD packed Strava Craft Coffee. You can get it in K cups, you can get it whole bean, you can get it ground. Uh, they make it super easy for you, so check them out at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Uh, also, we've got uh, DraftKings here. Let's see. It's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, coming up, but that though. doesn't oh, man. mean March the madness, fun has baby. to wait. It's coming. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for March Madness. Me neither. I have literally no idea what's going on that's in a, college well, basketball You don't need to. Year. It's March Madness, yeah, man. You that's, don't need that's to. That's the beauty of March Madness. You don't have to have an idea. We'll start having some March Madness meetings actually here this, this week. Can't Ooh. wait. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. So, all right, let me break it down for you. If you're not signed up for DraftKings, sign up with the code DNVR, and then you bet $1. A three-pointer gets made in literally any game. You win one hundred dollars. Good deal. Uh, it's that easy. I don't like it. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. <laughs> Good luck. That's promo code DNVR uh, for new customers only. Only at DraftKings sportsbook. Must be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Quickly, are you done? Yes. Uh, Liam West in the Discord 
Members only Discord. Shout out members. to the Discord, man. If you Discord's join DNVR, you have access to our private Discord where you can talk to members like Liam West, who wants a shout out for saying Jokic is the GOAT, which is a controversial take, but I'll give him a, I'll give him a shout out anyway. Um, it is true. Shouts to Liam and also shouts to the DNVR Discord. That place is always, that thing is always, Yo. you know, that's funny. It's like a, it's like a, well, there's all these different channels. So you can do Broncos chat. There's even movies chat, this, that, but that's, the Nuggets chat yeah. is literally 24 seven because it's everybody all day here in the States Then it gets handed off to Australia yeah. and then Serbia wakes up and takes over. It's just <laughs> yeah. nonstop Nuggets conversation yeah, going on, which great. is pretty cool. It's, Argentina yeah, needs it's to hop incredible. in there, to be honest with you. Yeah, not with not nearly enough Argentina. Yeah, Argentina the... needs like the 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. <laughs> we just put Faku in the circle of trust, you guys. You, yeah. you need to join the circle as well. <laughs> cool. All right, we have some super chats. You Do you have them saved there? Uh, first one we got from A85 Ramos. A85 Ramos. I know it's true. Yeah, it's I, true. I know Will Barton sucks according oh, to uh, let's play it. Shots fired. Probably like could have used a little wow, bit of Will Barton so tonight. Shots fired. Fire you think? Hey, let's fire you it up. think? Get this God, song going. Man. Get this song going. Yo, you know who? I, honestly, would he have missed, more than zero points? Or you know who? Honestly, points? probably missed the most tonight was Monte Morris. Maybe. No, I mean, we had Faku playing forty but, minutes. But, but Faku could have been firing up that second unit. You know, and um, maybe yeah. Uh, if Will Barton's out there, they probably win this game. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of guys, even Gary Harris, PJ Dozier can give you points. That's just more more pop possibilities. Yeah. What else we got? Thanks for that. I don't even know that. I don't, even, I don't even know what these thanks, are. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Sweet. Appreciate you. All right. Ah, well, cool. uh, let's debate. Hippo. Uh, <laughs> Do we think the Faku Murray combo? I mean, we talked about this a, a little bit already, but absolutely, I, I really do. Yeah. You know, defensively, you're always going to wonder if there's teams that have the size in that backcourt to punish you. But Faku, I'm telling you, man, he uses his shortness to his advantage. Like mm. there is something to this. JJ Barea did this. Remember JJ Barea guarding yeah. LeBron, of course. But obviously, not just him. JJ Barea was so good at being so small that you couldn't just muscle him because. Either flop on it or he's just so little he's like in your feet zone, you know? My favorite Faku play <laughs> is when uh, out of nowhere, out of a timeout or something, he'll just full court press oh, his yeah. guy oh, yeah. and he'll get a deflection. Maybe won't even get the turnover, but then uh, whoever he's guarding like, just, like gives him that look like, yeah, what like the Dude, hell? you're just making me annoyed. Like, are you kidding me? And That's from so that true. point on, you, do, you just yeah. know he's under his skin. I love Faku. I'm in on Faku, man. I'm really impressed with him. And I'm not just saying that to gain the favor of Argentina. <laughs> You're like, you know what I like? Meats and Faku, the two Argentinians. Uh, Milanesa? Is that what you're saying? A little Milanesa? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of... Anyway, um, he's gotten an opportunity. You know, like the, the 28 guards that are on this team all got injured. Yeah. And Faku has had the opportunity to stand, you know, come in and, and play his natural position, like we keep saying. And he's... He's not a rookie. He's played for a very long time. He's played at very high level and been a decorated player everywhere he's gone. He's been a winner everywhere he's gone, and you see it. Like he's. Can I give one complaint? Please. Back-to-back -back games, he's had a fast break, wide-open fast break, zero dunks. No dunks. Dude. No dunks. So they haven't been quite <laughs> open enough for him to maybe go for it. But how how much would it bring down the house if Faku just smashes it oh on a fast break? I did. I would cover myself in, chimi in chimichurri sauce. I saw a video. Of oh, you saw <laughs> I saw a video of him dunking one time. Man, we stand the tiniest king. Do we have any others? Uh, Milan said he's waiting for a rant from 
already did. I already got it. I already got you. What Milan. was the rant? Uh, talking about MPJ. Milan's not happy with MPJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine MPJ is the exact type of player Milan yeah. is, like, really doesn't love. I wish I could speak Serbian so I could listen in on the uh, Ser- Serbian Nuggets uh, podcast. Oh, for the- Serbian Sports Radio tonight. <laughs> with just the- coming out of song. Milan. Not just- happy with I could probably, uh, like, Porter Jr. I, I, I can't speak Serbian, but I could probably tune in and just see the like, yeah. screams. You can right tell the portion of the show they're talking about it. Yeah, no <laughs> just fierce love it. begging Milan to calm down. Like, come on, bro. Right, right. <laughs> we, uh, love, we love you, bros. All right. Yeah. Um, well, what about the six start? The six players that are out, they might. You guys like I, one thing. This is far off, and I don't always like trade talk, especially when it's out of nowhere. But Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, which player would you rather add to the Denver Nuggets roster? Oh, it's not even close Dude, for me. Jason Tatum, he's way better. than No, Jaylen it's Jalen Brown. Jaylen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> to All right, add let's to the fight. Nuggets roster. Yeah, to add. To you don't the get want just like the better player of the two. No, I want Jalen. Well, first Brown. of all, I think they're both really good. <laughs> yeah, but one's better. Uh, uh, give me your take first, Eric, and then you can dismantle it, Harrison. Well, I, I understand that uh, Jalen Brown plays more of a complimentary role and would probably be better because uh, Jason Tatum is just like, he's like, uh, you know, he's like cut from the Kobe cloth. Um, but he's just a better player. His shot looks great. Like everything he does just looks so good. Jalen Brown is like, I get it. I mean, he hit a lot of dagger threes and uh, really punished us. Uh, he would be a nice replacement for Gary. Um, but I just, I, don't, I just like Tatum's upside better as a player. I mean, Jalen Brown's averaging more points than Jason Tatum is this year. He is? 26 to 25.8, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. But that's but crazy I, because you I, would I, think Jason Tatum's easily outscoring him. But, no, nah, it, it's Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's an all-NBA defender. Yeah. Um, he, he's also way more capable, I would think, of slotting into a role next to Yoke and next to Jamal Murray and not having to be the number one guy like Tatum would be. Both um, guys like to hold the ball, though. Yeah, it's a little do. bit of that, just how they've, they've played all this time. Very guard-heavy. And more yeah. pick-and-roll, less DHO. I you know, say, a like, lot of people on your side. A lot of people want Brown. Well, because they all picture the defender. Like you, yeah. you know, It's it's about the defender more it, than anything, I think. And he maybe plays the small forward. I mean, both guys probably play the small forward position here in Denver. But I just think it's interesting because I don't think either guy is available right now. But this is the NBA. Think Tides turn quickly. And you look at Boston, who got the win tonight. But they're now 14 and 13. They're having a very disappointing year. And it, unlike your previous years where you said, oh, it's because of this thing or that thing, like their roster kind of is just not championship caliber. And they're far enough into this that you look at it and go, like, I don't know if it's if it's on the path to being that. So they, too, might be in the market for a shakeup. And I, don't, I always just thought if one of those two guys became available, that would it, w- it would be interesting to kind of Who do you think they would look to move? The guy that they could get the most for, or do you think they would just move? I think you, Brown? I think you can get the like great return on both guys. So I think that it's can really just imagine, team dependent. Though, like what the trade would look like between Tim Connolly and Danny Ainge, like that Ooh, would be a little <laughs> scary, so brutal. It'd be a little scary. Tim Connolly, we're really curious to see it tomorrow night, guys. We can look ahead real quick. I'm told, by the way, Brennan Vote is fit, wrapping up right now with Nikola Jokic, and I'm told there's some bangers tonight. So I'm, oh. I'm excited to to see what. Uh, what was what's said banging? in the post game? See what's banging. Um, talk about the Washington Wizards though tomorrow. Uh, Nuggets go in there. The Bradley Beal. It is going to be our. Oh look, we have. Uh, look who's have banging in here. Banging on in. We said you were banging. <laughs> were you not? <laughs> were you not banging? <laughs> hey fellas, <laughs> how are uh, you doing? We're, uh, we, we've had a 
I we feel need, like it's been good. Hold on. We, uh, we, we need to say, uh, we, man, the wind blows in. We need to say that we've just been upvoted. We've <laughs> gained a vote of confidence here. Um, so, mood in the uh, post game, Brendan. The mood in the post game was surprisingly reassuring. Um, back to some of those tones we'd heard a couple weeks ago. I think everyone on that team understood the context going into tonight. Now, Malone said at one point, Obviously, no one's trying to get hurt. It's no one's fault, but at a certain point, you feel like you're going into a gunfight with a water gun. And that was his big quote. <laughs> um, but he said uh, on MPJ, he thought he rebounded the, the ball a little bit, but right now in the last five, six, seven games, he's really struggling to make shots. We all know he'll bounce back. Malone said he's too good of a shooter not to. He's just got to make sure when the shots aren't going in, what else can I do to help my team? Um, he was also asked about Jermichael. Well, hold on. How eager was he to talk about Michael Porter tonight in the post game? I mean, I don't know if eager would be the word, but he wasn't, uh, <laughs> he wasn't annoying. Away. He had a similar message about Jermichael Green, though, who he was also asked about. Um, you know, he, he's not hitting shots right now. Malone just said, you just got to stay with guys. As long as they're generating good looks, I want those guys to continue to shoot the ball. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's also easier to stay with them when you're looking at your bench tonight and yeah, you, you can so go true. to Flacco. No choice. And you can go yeah. to Bull Bull, who you'd never go to. Right. But, hey, I mean, look, he doesn't mind the looks that they're taking, right? They're generating good looks. And the question is, do you think Michael Green and MPJ are good shooters? And I, I think they are. They're very good shooters. I think shooters. they're very good shooters. So they, the, the team seems to understand that. Just keep shooting. Um, with MPJ, they just want to make sure that engagement level is still there as long as the jump shot isn't, which, mm-hmm. you know, over the last week, that's, of course, waned. But, yeah. Uh, what else here? Jamal Murray said that was a very winnable game. We did enough to win. We just gave them too many possessions. On more than one occasion, he said, I put this game on me. I don't think I've ever had nine turnovers. Uh, he, he really stressed the idea that they were right there. They were generating good looks. They liked the energy. They liked the defense. Uh, it just felt like there were too many stretches where they gave away possessions, and Jamal o- owned multiple times. Um, you know that he did that way too many times. I think this is big for me. The last couple games, really, the last four or five, Murray has really taken a lot of responsibility, and I've talked about this a little bit this season. I don't feel like he necessarily did early on. There was a right. lot of excuses. There yes. was the well, I needed to rest this off season, so I didn't work out. And there's I'm banged up right now, and this or that. And I do feel like over this last four, five, six game stretch, Murray has kind of just done what I think great leaders are supposed to do, which is say, hey, man, it's on me. Was it really on him tonight? He had 25 points. Like, he right. had, ha- you know, him and Jokic had almost all of the points. Like, you could easily point to anybody else and say, no, it's def- not. But the nine turnovers were a big deal, and I do I, I do like what I'm hearing out of him starting to say this more and more. He is right. His career high in turnovers is seven. Mm. He is right. They win that game? Uh, I don't have that. Mm. But I, I will say this on Murray taking the blame. I also feel like a lot of it was – Early in the season, you can just say, like, yeah, we're only 10 games into this thing. Right. Yeah, we're only 12, 13 games into this thing. It's early. Well, it's not early anymore. Right. You know, we're, we're almost at the all-star break. So it's kind of like put up or shut up time. We're not that far from the halfway point, like six, seven games away. Yeah. So it's um, Murray did, speaking of excuses, he pushed back on a lot of this, um, you know, injury stuff and guys that were available. And he just said, hey, I like the guys I'm playing with. You right. know, that's not a direct quote, but more or less, that's what he said. You know, he's, Marcus is down because he missed a couple of shots. Hey, man, that's <laughs> what you do, Jamal said. We want him to shoot. Right, right. And he said the same thing about MPJ. Katie Wingy asked him about Murray and MPJ. Shooter to shooter, do you ever give him any advice? And, and Murray said, just shoot it. Yeah. I'm trying to find him, too. Uh, and he said, sometimes it just doesn't go down. We're not worried right. about Mike. Right. He, he reiterated tonight. Um, 
Jokic on MPJ, he said he does not pull MPJ aside to talk to him and, and, and still trusted him because he said, quote, we all trust in him. He's a really good shooter. There's just no reason for anyone to pull him aside. That's Wait, what can you can you expand on that? He Was was he asked, like, does he go and talk yes, to MPJ on the side? specifically, do you pull him aside and say anything to encourage him or whatever? Because Jamal's mentioned several times that he, ha you know, he has spoken with him. Well, and, and there was also the, the report of... Uh, or that was, I guess, MPJ going right. going to Jokic. Going over to Jokic. Yeah. But yeah, Jokic's thing is he just doesn't think it's a big deal, right? Why even acknowledge it? MPJ is a talented guy. He'll shoot his way out of it. Um, on Faku, he said he was really good. Pushed the pace. They were kind of playing faster, which I think is good for us, Jokic said. He also mm. loved his activity on defense. That, that's Jokic has slipped that in there when he can. He likes pace. He likes playing right. quickly. Right. Um, and then on the young guys, he said the fight was there. The energy was there, and that's what I liked. It, it just wasn't enough tonight. Yeah. We were talking earlier, you know, Faku, such more of a traditional point guard. Jokic goes for 43 points tonight very efficiently. Do you see a – when you were watching the game, did, was, did that thought come to your mind at all? A little bit, yeah. I mean, having a guy that really knows how to, to, to run the whole offense – post-entry pass, manipulate those little angles. Um, Faku's, of course, a dynamic pick-and-roll player. Murray does do pretty well in, in that particular context, but I've always thought Jokic excels alongside a traditional point guard. Um, going all the way back to Jameer Nelson. So right, that's a great point. Really not a surprise to see him play well with, with Faku, in my opinion. Um, by the way, Faku did say, I am feeling comfortable out there. He said his coaches and his teammates, they let me play like I know, like I used to. I think essentially being a point guard right. and uh it worked out for him tonight just didn't get enough help yeah hmm. well any other any other takeaways from here is there anybody else that spoke tonight that was it that was it <laughs> any other takeaways from this game before we get out of here no this is a you just crumple this one up and throw it in the garbage like the, i don't want to throw it in the garbage well i, I want to hang it on the fridge a little bit i know it's adele but it was well you want you want michael porter jr to to look at it on the on the um you know? fridge but like <laughs> You know, I mean, this is not the Nuggets. This is the Nuggets. This is Jokic in the deep reserves. Yeah. But I mean, it might be the Nuggets tomorrow again. That's, it really that's might the be. thing. Oh, we should add. That is one thing we should mention. A lot of minutes tonight from guys. Yeah. A lot of minutes tonight, and they have a back-to-back. -back. 38 from Jokic, 40 from Compazzo. They did play fast, so those minutes were even a little. I mean, Jokic was tired tonight. It's funny that he said he liked that they played fast because I don't think Jokic gets tired very often. He was tired tonight. Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of a noteworthy, and they do yeah. have a back-to-back -back tomorrow on the and road. The so. Wizards have been playing well. Like, I know it's the Wizards, but they've been playing well. They beat the Celtics a couple oh, nights man. ago. Then they beat the Rockets. So it's it's going to be a similar game, I feel like. It's going to be a similar game. I don't know if you guys hit on this. Just trying to close with a point. Maybe you didn't. Another takeaway for me tonight, I mean, Bowl not being able to crack this rotation is just – and, and it's – it's noteworthy because in the beginning, like I said in the pregame show, they were trying to feed him this opportunity. This organization, Michael Malone, and that changed pretty quickly to the point where now he can't even get it on the floor on this game where they're just looking for any warm bodies they can. So not my place to speculate as to what happened, but I think it's fair to point out that, that they've gone in different directions, you know, in the last month. Yeah, they've definitely yeah. gone in different directions. Man, I, the, I, literally the, the second I finished the Yeah Mike design, it's so like, true. I put. <laughs> it's so true. I hit save, and then all of the power was sucked from his body. Oh, I'll so tell true. you this on bowl mm. from going to games and, and having a different vantage point than just the broadcast. He looks like a guy to me who just knows he's not playing. Yeah. Really? That, he that, he kind of is an Eeyore, I though. Mean, he always he, looks like he that. kind of always has that look, but just like during timeouts, yeah. even like during layup lines and, yeah. and like pregame warmups. 
there's just something off. Mm, mm. All right, well, that's a downer to really uh, send us <laughs> out on this. Hey, Jokic, 43. It was a beautiful, yeah. Jokic effortless. Is, Jokic is a beautiful basketball player. We all get to watch him. It, it's such a joy to watch Nikola Jokic play basketball. We won't always have games like this. Michael Porter Jr. was garbage. Jermichael Green gave us nothing. We got all, we, nothing from Marcus Howard, the greatest shooter in NCAA history. We can't <laughs> hit a single basket, including a layup in the NBA. We'll be all right, guys. We'll be all right, fam. Come on. We just got, we hey, got our brains. Let, let this serve as a Gary Harris, Will Barton the third appreciation moment. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we were saying Thank this earlier. Nah, Dude, bad. nobody wants to hear it, though. Like, yeah, the, 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 the oh, yeah. is not ready for <laughs> My it. bad. They're nobody not ready for these truth, the truth bombs. Sorry. All right, thanks for riding with us, everybody. Hit that like button on your way out. We'll see you tomorrow for the pregame show. Take the like on the way out. So before we get out of here, guys, got to tell you about Hassle Cattle Company. And my favorite thing about Hassle Cattle Company is the convenience. Now when I go to the grocery store, do my grocery shopping, I don't have to worry about buying meat. I get it all from Hassle Cattle Company. They've got the best damn Wagyu beef in the country. They deliver everywhere. They ship all over the USA, straight to your door. They call their beef the blue collar Wagyu. It's the best damn Wagyu beef out there. Check them out today. Hassle Cattle Company has everything from Wagyu smoked sausage to New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu Frank without any fillers, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy. They're the real deal. These guys are really good. I don't have to shop for any meat at the grocery store ever again because Hassle Cattle Company shows up at my door. You guys can get Wagyu from Hassle Cattle Company for 10% off with the code DNVR10. Remember to use that code DNVR10 for 10% off. Any orders over $200, you will also receive free shipping. Check them out today. HassleCattleCompany.com. H-A-S-S-E-L-L. CattleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order.